Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 4, Military Maneuvers. The time is now around 1140 BC. There is famine in Israel, the loss of provision of bread symbolizing that again Israel has rejected God. Now a Hebrew family sells their home in Bethlehem, meaning house of bread, in order to live in exile. Episode 5, Fields of Barley. A mother, father and two sons step back across the Jordan River, the symbol of their freedom. For 10 years they live in Moab, meaning of the father or beautiful land. The father, Elimelech, meaning my God is king, his wife Naomi, meaning pleasantness, and their sons, Malon, meaning sickly or invalid, and Chilion, meaning pining away. The sons marry Moabite women, Orpah, meaning nape of the neck, and Ruth, meaning friend. But Elimelech dies, and then so do his two sickly sons, leaving no heirs. Naomi has lost everything, so she changes her name to Mara, meaning bitterness, and decides to return home. She tells her daughters-in-law to find new husbands among their families, but Ruth wants to stay with her. Ruth says that Naomi's people will be her people, and Naomi's God will be her God. So the two widows head back to Israel. It's spring and Israel has celebrated Passover, remembering its freedom from slavery in Egypt. Now celebrations turn to Shavuot, meaning seven weeks, the anniversary of God giving his law via Moses to the people. The women settle in Naomi's hometown, Bethlehem, and the crops planted in the autumn are ready for harvest. Naomi suggests that Ruth gathers, gleans, barley from the first crop, the first fruit, from a rich, older relative's fields. Gathering crops from field edges during harvest is featured in God's law as a provision for the poor. You can read this in the book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verses 9 and 10. The older relative, Boaz, meaning strength or swiftness, learns that Ruth is helping her mother-in-law. He makes sure that she can collect enough barley and she is protected from any abuse. At the end of the harvest, Boaz is working late at the mill, winnowing the barley, separating the waste, the chaff from the grain, by throwing it in the air and letting air pass through it. He has a hearty meal, a few drinks and falls asleep. Ruth arrives, all dressed up, and settles down at his feet. In the middle of the night, Boaz wakes up and is startled by her presence. Her body language is a cultural sign it is a declaration that she would like him to marry her. Boaz said that he would take care of her. He declares a blessing on Ruth and his respect for her. Then, before dawn, with a gift of barley from Boaz, she slips away to await her fate. But Ruth has another male relative who should marry her. By God's law of succession given to Moses and noted in the book of Deuteronomy, regarding widows remarrying within their dead husband's family. Now, Boaz takes a strategic approach and goes to discuss the arrangement in front of his fellow townsmen. He tells Ruth's other relative that if he marries her, he will be responsible for all her debt. And so the man declines the debt and marriage offer, and the deal is sealed by exchanging sandals. Now Boaz buys back, redeems the land Ruth's father-in-law had sold before leaving for Moab. And Ruth's inheritance is fulfilled and Boaz has a bride. 
Ruth and Boaz marry and have a son called Obed, meaning servant of God. Now Naomi raises the child who joins the ongoing family tree. The baby will become part of Jesus' bloodline, the grandfather of Jesse and great-great-grandfather of Israel's second king, David. You can read the story in the Bible book of Ruth. The story starts in famine. This image gives context a reflection of Israel's relationship with God. The location moves away from the land of promise to a foreign land. Moab is the place of exile. In exile there is illness, despair, no heirs are born and a family line dies. Seasons give context to the story. When Naomi and Ruth move to Israel it is springtime, showing hope and rebirth. This also demonstrates payoffs with God's laws at the anniversary of them being given. The story ends with the redemption of a lost inheritance, a marriage and a son. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.